Courtside Indiana podcast is brought to you by Metro Indy Basketball Fall League. The 14th annual Fall League runs from Sundays, October 11th through November 1st. For more information and to register, visit MetroIndyBasketball.com. Also, Box Out Sports, the best sports graphics platform. Built for speed and control with your organization in mind. Try it now for free at BoxOutSports.com. We are back, or depending on which one you listen to first, we are starting this podcast. We're going to cover the 3A and 4A sectionals. We already have a 1A and 2A prediction podcast uh, recorded. Both of those will be published concurrently, so you'll have two offerings here today. Joining me again on these podcasts, as always, my uh, partner in crime, Zach Tyler. Zach, still doing okay? We've, we're two hours in. Yep. Still doing all right? Got you some peanuts there. We good? That's right. I'm good to go for now. All right. Nick Baumgart from bombhoops.com uh, down at living down in Evansville. Nick, how's uh, you, you still doing? Okay. We're yeah. Just waiting for your spread. Are you, are you bringing Fogo Fogo to chow or something like that? No, no, you come up. We'll go to Texas roadhouse. Um, <laughs> okay. So that's, that's, that's good. It's good stuff. It's, oh, that's, it's underrated. That's a reamer. Team. No, that's underrated. <laughs> Their strip steak is, that's a good cut of meat. Their prime ribs, not very good, but it, you know, it's tastes, but, their strip steak's a good cut. Joey Bennett from the Brazil Times. Joey, still going well? Yep, going well. Probably going to bail after 3A, but I'm, I'm going well. Okay. Well, yeah, so yeah, those that listen to the, haven't listened to the 1A, 2A first, we, we, we've already done two hours in this stuff. So and then Eric Gardner from PrepHoopsIndiana.com, or, well, that's not the web, web address. PrepHoops. PrepHoops side, then. The yeah, Indiana, Indiana, the yeah. Indiana PrepHoops website. So, yep. Uh, let's get going. Let's start. Let's get right into it. Sectional 17. Uh, let's just go ahead and start with Nick. Uh, hold on. Anybody not picking Hammond? No. Uh, we may no. have gone over. We may have over talked some of the sectionals <laughs> in 1A and 2A. Anybody not picking Hammond? Hammond. All right. Hammond it is. Hammond. All right. Nick, start us off. Sectional 18. Um, New Prairie. Who's winning the New Prairie sectional? I don't know. I think Hanover Central is playing a little better, uh, a little out of my element here, but I like New Prairie. Uh, I'm going to go with them. You know, this is Joey's uh, home theory. I'm going to go with the home theory, best record. I don't know, best record. I mean, um, maybe they don't have the best player. I guess maybe you would say what Landon Babuzik is. Babuziak is uh, the best player, but I'm going to go New Prairie. Okay. You know what? I should have gone to Tyler first or Zach first. Hang on it. I'm looking at last names on these on this sheet here. Should have gone to Zach first since that's his neck of the woods. Who's winning it, Zach? Uh, I'm going with New Prairie also. Right. I don't know uh, if it's Babuziak just doesn't – I don't know. He. I love the kid. I've talked to him a number of times. Uh, he just doesn't kill it for me like he should, I feel like, at Hanover Central, just being a big over there. And, uh, New Prairie's solid senior class. and They have some guns also, so I'm staying with New Prairie. Joey? I'll be different and pick Hanover Central. All right. Eric? I will also pick Hanover Central. I, Yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of what Zach said. Like, you need Babuziak to be good, and he's just been solid but not great. And I think there's a lot right. more left in the tank. Maybe he steps up, maybe he doesn't. But – 
is he in between right now? I mean, he's he is skilled, he's, he's, he's kind skilled of post who's looks great in workouts. He's he's skilled, sometimes not always skilled enough. It, it was it was last summer not getting enough playing time playing with Indy yeah. Heat and being yeah. overshadowed a little bit. And then yeah, he come back silly. here and like he's the best player and he just hasn't like there will be a time when his stock takes off and that could happen now. Yeah, why but, they don't rot why they didn't rotate? Just yeah. you know get him. It's like he was no he needs to he needs to play all bigs need a backup like it's a just, backup it's backup all about playing time right. And, and he's got a chance. This is where I haven't seen Hanover Central except on film this year. So, like, I'm not 100% up on him. But, like, I don't know. Isn't the knock on – you tell me the knock on Babusiak is soft? Well, no, yeah, just, I mean, uh, just not as aggressive as he should be. Right, he's not soft. Good. He can drive okay. He's, he's a little soft, but it's also not from a lack of, like, trying. He's just – He's not going to. He's take willing to do the things that you need bigs to do, especially spaced out bigs. He's well, that, and just that's the thing. not. He's, it's, he's still, it, it hasn't come together yet. That's it. I mean, right. And they don't. The they don't have skill. the guard play that they've had the last. Right. The last no, three years. Don't. That's a big part. And yeah. he is. He's intriguing, uh, from a from a prospect standpoint. I think that will have a chance to show itself. I don't know. You know who he plays for. I mean, I know who he plays for, but I don't know. He needs to be with somebody, especially in the summer where there's no there's no scheming, there's no defensive game plans. He, we're we're going to get on a tangent here. He needs to be with somebody in the summer that shapes some of it around what he can do well. You well, know, it's, and it's more along the lines of you've got to play, if, especially if it's big. You don't get that many touches anyway. So if you go on a team where you're that talented, but you are coming off the bench or you're a secondary player, you'll never develop. You just don't have enough touches and enough time to get it done. Yeah, he's, he's skilled. He played on the summer else. team. Played on the summer team last year, where he just was basically stuck in the post the whole time as a backup. Yeah. And you know, and I always, you, you can never fault a school coach for doing what he needs to do to win games. But you know, he, I could also see him trying to expand his game a little too quickly, where the, it's the difference between being better and being good enough. You know, and he's better. Yeah a lot better from a skill perspective, but when you're playing teams that scout and prepare and, and, you know, attack your weaknesses. Right. right. Yeah. It's, you know, you can be exploited a little bit as just being a little loose. I think he's loose with the ball when he tries to put it on the floor, but when you watch him in space, he's really, he pops. I mean, he Um, he played really well for the Indiana game and their, their uh, fall league. Yeah. When I saw that, I mean, well, yeah, there's no defense. I mean, there's very little defense there. So, yeah. but I'm sticking with New Prairie, me too, just for the reasons yeah. that a lot of people said. Uh, I, but Babusiak is the, the the talent of that sectional, without question. Uh, let's just go ahead and go stick with Zach. Zach, who's winning the South Bend, Washington? Let's let's get get to this. This is a th- three team race. Uh, two. <laughs> or are my name? Are my namesakes going to jump up? And are my four win Jimmys going to jump up and take this thing? Gross, Matt Schaufel. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> um, this boils down to Friday night, St. Joe versus uh, Marion. Yeah, and like I mentioned last week, St. Joe. I feel like their role players don't show up to big games, and I think Marion's gonna be there to stop them again. And Jr. is gonna go out 
on Friday night. So Marion takes this one. Um, Nick, you got any different thought on that? Yeah, no, I mean, I think Marion just, they lock up. Yeah. You know, that's that's something that a lot of coaches I've talked to have just said, and they're like, you guys don't understand, like, how good Marion's defense is. So, um, awesome zone. They do. They, they It's a zone. I hate it, but it's, you know, it's effective. You do, you know, you do what you do to win games. So, um, that's just a preference. So, that's not saying it's a bad idea. But, Joey, anything? Who are you picking? Take Marion. I'll, I'll take Marion. I'll go with the defense. Yeah. Eric? Uh, I'm also taking Marion. I mean, okay. the same reason that Zach said, like St. Joe's secondary players just don't step up. I would argue that Marion's secondary players don't step up as much as they probably could either. But it's quite apparent that if JR doesn't have it, St. Joe's isn't going to win. There's just not anybody that you can trust to go out and get yep. 20 yeah. points in a night. And Marion will be better next year even. Yeah, than this year. I don't. Do they lose? They do. Any? They do play a couple sophomore. Other than really? other than lose, Sullivan, the Kyra, they do play a couple sophomore. Kyro Franklin. Kyro Franklin. Yeah, Kyro's yeah. it, it, right? Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah, they don't lose anybody. Uh, they should be really, really good next year. Eric, who's winning the uh, Twin Lakes sectional? Oh, uh, mm. Maddox Begonia's playing again. Eric, do you know that? Say what? Maddox Begonia's playing again. <clears throat> Is he? Yeah, he's back. Um, Not that he's doing much, but. Yeah. I mean, we kind of talked about this last week. Like, I I think I'm going to take Western here. Like, you you could argue Peru is there. I think West Lafayette will be highly motivated to upset, uh, to upset Western just because Coach Wood going out. But, I mean, Western's just – Mike Lewis knows what the heck he's doing. He's got his best team in a long time. Yeah, let's don't get coaching. St- I love all the guys in the coaching staff. Like, let's don't give. Come on now. Hey, Mike. Mike's don't let, a don't let it go. Mike's come a on, don't let it go to Mike's head. <laughs> They're carrying. He's a good him. dude. They're and, carrying yeah. him. I'd love. I'd love to maybe that. one time pick my alma mater to actually win a sectional game, not just like win the sectional, but a sectional game. But there's no way. So give me, give me Western, and we'll be good. Yeah. Peru, Peru just lost a bad game, didn't they? Yeah, uh, they lost Wabash. to uh, Wabash beat them. Yeah, they've struggled. Uh, yeah. You know, that could be – there could be something going on there. Um, they started out the year really well, and then they've, they've hit the skids. I'm Matt, going with Western, Western as well. Despite my mocking of Coach Lewis, he does a really good job, and, and I have a hard time picking against him when he's got talent. Plus, I like me some Kyle Sanders. You know, you hate to pick against Twin Lakes because they just – they seem to really, I mean, plus they're at home. Not a horrible, yeah. not a horrible idea. So we know Joey's probably going to take Twin Lakes, but you got it. And they're, and they're at home. Um, but man, Kyle Sanders, I, I love watching that kid play. Zach, who are you taking? I'm going to go West Lafayette in this one, I think. Oh, okay. They kind of, they've been up and down this year. Yeah. And that's, is that just riding Shrewsbury all the way? Like, you're going to have to, I think. It's all you got. Yep. <laughs> I mean, yeah, they're they're two most talented players are sophomores. Shrews yeah, and Shrews and Divine. Like, and Divine, who's really just kind of feeds off mostly yeah. secondary catches and offensive. I rebounds, just so. yeah, I, I, but the problem is like Woods' style of play is is so defense oriented, and it's weird that Shrewsbury's kids so good offensively because 
one was lost and whistle if you had anybody that was good offensively. Well, Mike Carlisle, maybe. Yeah, but your dad's Division One, former NBA assistant coach and Division One head coach. Yeah, but like nobody tells Coach Wood what to do. <laughs> like, well, they, he but is, he's also smart enough to know that he's got a kid that can go out and. He's had talented kids before, and he's gone against it. So not like this, not not no, score. I mean, I the game I saw last year as a freshman. Um, God, I'm going to forget who it was against, but Shrews wasn't starting yet, and he got twenty. Basically, Woody put him in and take him out. I mean, that's yeah. And eventually, he did start him, but it's yeah. I just think Western's best players are are old enough and good enough. And I'd like to see Coach Wood get one more win. Oh, I think we would all play. do that, but unfortunately, oh. Mike's my Mike's good good Mike's friend. Good. <laughs> He's got a good team. <laughs> yeah. Nick, who are you taking? Western. Western. Joey. Twin Lakes. Do what? Ken, Ken Adams. Twin Lakes. Coach, oh, you're taking Twin yeah. Lakes. You're going. You're going with the home sure. team and the best. There you go. All right. Sure. Not a horrible idea. West Noble. Yeah, we let's just start with them, but. They're good. Let's start with yeah we we did all sort of talk around them. They they just are so homogenized. They're never they never have a kid that stands out. Yeah. Um, no, but they always have like five of them. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Um. Yeah, I don't know. It's that's us all looking at. Well, the four of us all looking at. You know, mostly scholarship players. Usually, you know. NAID two D one guys most of the time and and Twin Lakes is kind of in that weird area where they're not really close to anybody. So I you know I've got a lot of family that lives up in Monticello and they um it's it, they're not close to anything other than obviously the lake properties that are up there and it's I mean it's neat to be up there you're away from everybody but but getting news in and out of there is is not easy so uh zach let's go back up to your part of the state and let's talk about west noble who's winning sectional 21 <laughs> yeah i think this boils down to west noble and northwood uh, they played earlier in the year both have really good sophomores on their team yeah cripe at west noble and then uh brenner and uh roush at uh, northwood i think northwood lost this game earlier because they played each other once already i'm going to take northwood in the championship though though northwood will get them Nick, who are you taking? Yeah, I'm going Northwood as well. Yeah. Uh, Joey? I'll go Northwood. Eric? I do not pick against Coach Wolf when he's got oh, talent, and he's got talent yeah. again. Wolf does Wolf a really good awesome. job. I, he was trying to tell me about those guys last year and was really excited about it. It seems like I, it's starting to turn around. I rolled up on a Wednesday last year after the sectional unannounced to look to look at Brenner. And and to and Roush as well, but Brenner was playing a lot more as a freshman last year. So here I walk in, perfect stranger. I had never <laughs> met Coach Wolf before. I'm, I'm pretty sure we'd interacted, but getting a hold of him late in the school day, I just decided I wanted to go up and watch Brenner. And I walked in as they were preparing for regionals, and of course nobody there knows me, and you, you'd have thought that an alien had just walked in because here they are preparing for their regional game, and a perfect you know, and a stranger walks in. So I led with the fact that. You know, I'm not here scouting for for a team. I'm here just looking at kids. And then he was very, very welcoming and and just watching them practice, watching them prepare. I mean, it was it was good. It was you know, it's you like to see that kind of detail go into it. 
And it, it's, I always like, there's a lot of times where I like watching practices more than I like watching games. And that was one of them. Yeah. And I was sitting with Goshen's head coach, Goshen high school's head coach. And he was giving me some lowdown on these, here are the things they do that they're here, are their staples. And, and it was, it was fun. They did He did a good job with it. And those two yeah. freshmen now are leading them and, and they've, or they're now sophomores, of course, but. I think he's, I think he's really underrated in getting kids to wrap their head around mentally of how to play the way he wants them to play. Well, so usually by the time they're seniors, like they do exactly what he wants every single time. And he's yeah, very, very he, good he lets that. them, he gives them freedom, which I like. And, and there's probably some games where that bites them in the butt, especially when they're young. Bites like them in the this. butt now, but it doesn't when they're older. Correct. Yep. Um, my introduction to them, at least this current era of, of players, was when uh, Vincent Miranda came down, played in the fall league. Oh, Vinny. For four years. No, and no clue who this kid was. He's a freshman. Oh. And he was one of those guys that if we miss, we usually miss on a young kid that we don't move up, or just like in the fall league stuff. And then the next year, just took a chance just because he had good stats and he held his own as a sophomore against, you know, and some of the better pools, but it, you know, it was good. It was. Then he was one of my Wolf does a really good job. Kids. Yep. All plays so hard. Kids. So yeah. All right. We're all going with Northwood. Uh, it doesn't mean, I mean, that's a good sectional. It's a good sectional. It's a balanced sectional. Yeah. It's a balanced yeah. sectional. All right. Woodland. Uh, let's go with uh, Joey Bennett. Who's winning the Woodland sectional. Well, I'm going to have to go Leo best record on this one again. Yeah, there's a lot of reasons to pick Leo. <laughs> really good. They're really good, really fun to watch. Leo, Eric? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm heavy on Leo. Before the year, maybe Lures. And yeah, I know that's Dwayne been disappointing. I mean, I yeah, picked Lures last year to get Lonzo. to the state finals. Like, I, and and I'm not really 100% sure what happened, but, like, they don't. Uh, they, they had they're some not from lack of talent. They had some transfers. They had some football kids. And I, yeah. I think they probably haven't. Well, I, and this is me. I think they probably haven't meshed as well as they did last year. Yeah. They uh, were really, really good last year. And they it's were just playing. Leo's so. Oh, Leo's fun. They just don't make mistakes. And when they it comes down taken. to it and you're in sectionals, like <coughs> when you get in regionals, you cannot make mistakes and have a Davidson behind the ball leading and guiding everybody like. I think they're going to go far. Yeah, I did too. Really far. Zach, who you taking Leo? Made for that. Well, it's interesting that Woodland just beat Leo the other night. I don't know if that was a fluke or what. Joe Reedy. That's probably a fluke. Is that, was that the last game of the year? I'm not a big fan of sitting guys, so I hope that Leo didn't sit guys. But yeah, I'll, 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 yeah I'm, I'm taking sure. Leo also. It was the last second. Chuck yeah, that was the last three game in the, the corner. Yeah. yeah. I'm going back to my Carmel days when we would never prepare against Jay County, even though that our last game, yeah. year, even though Jay County was a conference team. Um, and I know there were some games at Center Grove and Brownsburg postponed or canceled their game because they didn't want COVID complications. Um, I know that international was going to sit their top eight players in their last game, but then the seniors went to them and begged to play because it was, you know, senior night, obviously. Um, Tell City, Tell City played their JV team and got beat by what a hundred or something. Did they? Yeah, I mean, so yeah. if anybody's th this year, especially with COVID stuff, I mean, it's it's one thing to do it when you're trying to thinking you're going to avoid injury because uh, you could get injured in practice. Mm -hmm. uh, 
it's another thing. This is just a unique year. I, I wouldn't fault anybody that did what they did in the final week, even though, well, I guess I was going to go to the Carmel Attics game no matter what, but I would have loved to have seen that Brownsburg Center Grove game. So, Nick, who are you taking? I don't have yours down yet. Leo, uh, Leo. you know, would, would like to go with Lures. They put a good schedule. Dwinger came, kind of kind of came on out of nowhere. I think I'm kind of like Eric. I think I thought Lures would have been the team at the beginning of the year, but um, – you know, Leo's been in my top three or four in 3A all year. So, Eric, who's Leo, Leo's been my number one for a long time. Like, yeah, that, I really, really like them. When Silver Creek started losing games and Leo had only lost to Fort Wayne North, like, I really, really like them. Yeah, they're they're fun to watch. I watched them play at that Grace D. If anybody's going to beat them, it's going to be Dwinger. And that's just because of history. They've got talent, but, I mean – I'll be very upset if Leo does 18 and four and then loses in sectionals. Uh-huh. Uh, let's go. Eric, who's winning Mississippi sectional 23? Uh, I think I have Mississippi. I don't, yeah, I, do I do too. Yeah. I don't love anybody. I think Oak Hill will be good here shortly here. He's just got a good young kid. Norwell with McBride's kid is pretty solid, but like there's no good, teams outside of Mississippi. Beagle Oak Hill will shoot over anybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's I'm, just are they there yet? No. Yeah, we could not. No, but you're talking about you said Oak Hill has a good young kid. He's no, I uh not Oak Hill, uh Harry. Oh, oh yeah, they do too. Yeah. Sailor Oak Hill does too. Yeah. So like yeah. I you know, and Eastern Greentown's had a solid year, and I think you mentioned it earlier. They made some upsets, but I don't know. I, I don't love anybody. I'll take Mississippi. Um, I'm going with Mississippi as well. I they're a little bit like South Dakota. Last year, I thought Mississippi was really good, and they had a lot of guys coming back. Um, they did not have the year I thought they had, but they still played good schedule and 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 they still have the talent, you know, to, to pull this off. So I've got Mississippi. Zach, who are you going with? Yep. Mississippi. Nick. Mississippi. Joey. I'll say Mississippi. I just like saying that name. Yeah. It's, it's cool, man. <laughs> uh, let's see. Sectional 24. I'll go with that. Newcastle. Um, I'm taking Hamilton Heights. I want my guy. I want Etchison to go out with a sectional championship. Um, and um, they've got a, a group of guards that have that have you know been pretty prominent in the rotation since they were sophomores. Of course, Etchison's been been a starter since he was a freshman. So I'm I'm sticking with Hamilton Heights. Zach, who you got? Uh, man, hmm. Delta's pretty intriguing, I feel like, there. They are, yeah, yeah. and Detweiler's a hell of a coach. And, and I, I think I'm going to go with Delta, actually. Nick? Hamilton Heights, I'm not going against Gus. Uh, those guards are really good, and, uh, you know, Coach does a really nice job there. This month, Yorktown had a nice year. Delta's probably the other contender, but. Yeah, the, the Hamilton Heights-Yorktown thing, for me, is the same as the Winchester versus Wapahani. It's. Yeah, it's talented guards, but it's seniors versus sophomores and freshmen. Well, that's where it gets different. Where Hamilton Heights' best players are guards, as opposed yeah. to Winchester's best player being a big. Yeah, that's and true. Guards too. Being, that's okay. true. Joey, who are you taking? 
I will take Hamilton Heights. And Eric? I'm taking Hamilton Heights, and I love Ballinger and Christ and, and Etchison and all those yeah. guys. I don't feel great about it. No, I, think this, I think this is a sectional that goes sideways real quick. I, I mean, don't Delta, know how or why, but, like, yeah, I love Delta. I wouldn't I mean, be Hunt's shocked a, if Newcastle won a game. Uh, well, like, yeah. they're not without talent, and it's at Newcastle if they get hot. Like, yeah, I mean, I the know. Hunt kid could be a low, a low D1. Yeah, I, he was trending to be, like, a D2. You know, GLVC, yeah, GLVC kind of kid, but that's still – that's awfully yeah. competitive. All right, Joey, who's winning the Frankfurt sectional? Not I'm going to ride with Greencastle. I mean, those those best three teams have all beaten each other by almost yep. 10 points. I mean, Crawfordsville beat Greencastle the first game of the year, and then Greencastle beat Danville, and then Danville just beat Crawfordsville. But I just think that, uh, um, that Brody Whitaker is just not going to let this go down without a victory. I mean, last year I know they were really disappointed. They had a good team. They lost one uh, by one key guy from the year before, but they – just totally laid an egg in the sectional against Frankfurt and, and got up 17 to four and got beat. But I just think that Brody is that good that he's not going to let them lose. And uh, I'm going to ride them all the way in this one. Uh, let's see, Eric Gardner, who's take, who's going to win that sectional. I mean, I'm going to take Greencastle. It wouldn't be shocking if Danville won. I, I don't trust Crawfordsville. I know I, I really like their team, but I don't trust them. And Tri-West is, should win the top part of that bracket. But, I mean, I talked to Brody and his parents like a year and a half ago and told him the biggest difference between where he was currently and where he needed to go was his ability to just dominate an entire game. And he, he, I think he's figured that out. And he did because he's Sullivan. figured that out, I'm not going against him. Yeah, I'm, I'm letting him go, do your thing, and, and take it down. And as and as good as he is, I like I like the other guys they've got. I'm I'm gonna look yeah, up there real quick because Kate Kate Plu is a nice player. Um, yep. And the kid I'm gonna look up here. Hold on one second. I want to. Uh, why am I blanking on the short kid's name? The shorter guard. Parmley. Benton Parmley. Parmley. Yeah. Benton Parmley, Parmley. But also. Um, they've got the the sophomore kid, right? This. No, who's it? I'm thinking of. Um, it. Who's there? It might be Evan Alexander. No, it's a. Senior. Nick Sutherland is the one who was who was on the all tournament team in Terre Nick Hood. Sutherland, that's the kid. That's yeah. the strong. Yeah, he looks like yeah. a middle linebacker. But then you have him and Evan Alexander. I think just shoots threes and gives you another piece. Like, I mean, I'm going Greencastle. I'm going Greencastle, and but it's it is Brody. I mean, it's all about Whitaker. Um, yeah, and and I know but, that was difficult for you to pick against Barber and Danville. It, it well, it is. It is also difficult to pick against Kobe Ward because he's had a heck of a year, and Barber's got some yeah. interesting. Six, you know, he's got a couple six four, six five juniors that that are producing, and and but Whitaker's it's not a one horse team. They've they've got the Alex, they've got the Alexander kid who could shoot. They've got Plu who is they run a lot of offense through him at six foot seven, and then and then they've got the Sutherland kid who at least against Sullivan, outstanding defender, primary ball handler, really shed a lot of responsibility away from Whitaker that really let him focus on scoring and where Whitaker made the difference that game was just he just started rebounding everything on both ends of the floor and and you know I don't know how often he's a big offensive rebound guy but that game he was and and he did put them on their him and Sutherland's were the, were the two kids that put them on their back beating beating Sullivan so Zach who do you have Greencastle 
Greencastle, Nick. Yeah, toss up here. I mean, Danville, Greencastle. Uh, Get that coin out. Greencastle. I'm gonna go with Greencastle. I don't know if you saw the end of the Linton game uh, when they beat Linton, but um, uh, Brody Whitaker waved goodbye to Linton. Got te- got teed up, but uh, I just like his swagger. Yeah, um, maybe not the smartest play, but screw it. Yeah, but that's outside of his character naturally, and a good trait to have. Right, exactly. I mean, it's just kind of. I don't like, like those confidence. kids who, who back it up, though. So he backed. He backed it up. Oh, uh, right, to... from Attics. Oh, uh, sincere McMahon last year at Danville. Oh, really? Yeah. He big time did that, but I think he dropped like 42 or 43 or some shit. It was awesome. Um, Joey Bennett, Owen Valley. Who's winning hey, that this section? This is one where, where, like, I know all of the other six teams really well, but I don't know Brownstone Central very well. Um, like, I know that their coach was a good player, and he has a kid who's a good player. Um, I mean, Northview has, has had a good season. They've had a couple of bad losses. Uh, they, like, they went up to, like, up to North Putnam and lost, which – the way it's played out wasn't that bad of a loss, but uh, but they have a really solid team. I expect them to be in the finals against Brownstown Central. I mean, I, I mean, even though Owen Valley is is not a bad team, and they could maybe knock off Brownstown Central, but um, uh, but I'm going to pick Northview. I just really like their team. They have a guard named Brevin Cooper, who's a really sneaky guy. He's not a real big kid, uh, but he's pretty good. Um, and then Caleb Swearingen uh, is a good player. They have a big guy that's uh, coming along, and I. And I'd like to have another guard um, uh, named Cook, who has really been shooting the ball really well. Uh, so I'm mm-hmm. going to pick Northview, and um, that'd be their first one in a, in a few years. So that'd be good for them. Eric, who are you taking? I'm also going to take Northview, and I'm going to regret it because I know Brownstown's going to win. I saw Brownstown a couple of weeks ago. I, I think they are. They're going to be really good they're, really yeah, soon. I don't think. It just Northview. doesn't happen this year. I was almost going to bail Joey out a little bit by because he, he had said last week when we talked about the draw that he had seen every, every team in this sectional, obviously he covers the area, but he hadn't seen Brownstown yet. But I don't look at Brownstown as somebody that I would pick to beat Northview. So I don't know about Brownstown's the other teams. Brownstown's worst loss is Providence. I don't know about other the other teams in that sectional, what, what kind of year they've had other than just looking at their record, but I'm going with Northview. And, um, yeah. What, um, uh, Zach, who you got? Yeah, I was going to do Northview also, actually. Nick? Yeah, I think Owen Valley's a, a little bit of a, a kind of a Joey special at home. Uh, they have a really nice player just slipping my mind right now. Uh, Big Even Atkinson. Yeah. Even Atkinson. Yeah. And the Atkinson, problem is they'll yeah. let Atkinson handle the ball like crazy, like he's a guard. And I, I mean, he's going to get drained. There's no way he's going to have three straight games. Did he not just break their that. all-time scoring record? He did, but you're talking about three games from Wednesday, Friday, Saturday. Right. No guards that you trust, and you just let Atkinson, who's six five and a half, six six, who's really a five, handle the ball. Yeah, um, I mean, I'm, I'm going to go with Northview, though. Um, but I just think Owen, that Owen Valley-Brownstown matchup on – It'll be interesting because you know if if somehow Owen Valley can get out there, and Atkinson can he, he man he, he can throw him in. Um, you know I don't know I watched him play a couple times I watched him almost beat Linton. Um, so, but yeah I think North it's Northview sectional I I feel like. 
Brownstown goes back to what, what I said about Yorktown and what I said about Wapahani is they've their their talent is young and they can get beat, especially when you as much time as you put prepping for sectional. You could easily see them getting beat by teams just deciding to muscle up on them. And, you know, that's that's kind of where we are. And it may not impact them against Owen Valley. Owen Valley, I don't know what their talent level is like outside of Atkinson. But but Northview, I think that, you know, you look at their – especially with Swearingen and, and, you know, they've got they've got enough weapons that they'll they'll figure it out. So They'll be I'll the take, best team in that sectional next year. Brownstown, if, yeah, could be. Yeah. yeah, but can they make it a year early and knock somebody off? Maybe. Um, Maybe. I'll take the Lebanon sectional or I'll start the Lebanon sectional. I'm going with Garen Catholic. Um, I think the shaping up for the Burbuff versus Garen Catholic some sectional championship is juicy. I love what, um, what Bobby's doing there with, um, I love with, um, what Bobby's doing at, uh, Bobby Allen doing at Garen. They run a lot of motion, love that. And they're, they're good at it, you know? So, I'm taking Garen Catholic, and so that gets us to Zach. Who are you taking? Uh, I was going to do Garen Catholic also. Yep. Nick, you got anything? Yeah, I mean, those, those gar- just the guards for Garen Catholic are, are a lot of fun. And not to say that that Brebuff doesn't have some, you know, Billy Smith and and. Well, yeah, uh, they may have the two best players so- in that sectional. <laughs> they may have the three best players in that sectional. But- uh, Caleb Edwards is pretty good. Caleb Edwards is pretty good, but they're going to have, I mean, Austin Hazell and, and Bill Smith and him. Like, Evan Altman, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Smith and Altman are obviously It's just, I teams. don't, my issue is I don't trust for both. I just, I just don't. They just go I, through, I, they go through stretches where they don't, they struggle yeah, to yep. score and. Yep. And I'm looking but, at their schedule and they've won their last five and that's great and everything, but they're 14 and eight. And that's like, why did you lose even four games? Yeah. Like, Nick, Nick, uh, who'd you take? I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm going with Garen Catholic. Garen Catholic, and then Eric, mm-hmm. who you taking? Garen. Yeah. All right. I Joey Bennett had to Garen. drop off. He had to he had to he- head out. He and his wife were doing something today, so date night. Um, date night. Um. So Joey will be not with us. He did say earlier because we get down to one of the um, sectionals that's kind of in his wheelhouse. We'll we'll get to his Washington sectional pick. Um, I'll go, Eric. Who's going to win the Beach Grove sectional? Beach Grove, baby. Beach Grove, baby. We all going with the Grove. I, I, I will say sneaky upset. I like Indian Creek to meet them in the finals, but I think it'll mm-hmm. be Beach Grove. I too am picking Beach Grove, Zach. Yeah, Beach Grove. Nick. Beach Grove. Beach Grove. We're going a little quicker with these Greensburg. Um, yeah. uh, I'll start this one. I'm going with Connor. Do it. I'm going nah, with I knew you were going to do that. I <laughs> cannot pick against Kerry Brown. I, I love Greensburg, Kerry, and unless Greensburg's rocking multiple Division One players, I just can't do it. So, Zach, who are you taking? I'll do Greensburg at home. <clears throat> it's probably not a bad idea. Nick? Yeah, I mean, I think Greensburg's at home, best player in the sectional, best record 
All yeah, I hate signs, picking against Lane. All signs point to Greensboro. I know Coach uh, uh, Coach is great, and they're really physical at Connorsville. I think that stood out to me. If you watch the, the Lawrence North game, they're super physical game, and that's kind of their style, Kerry Brown style. But Greensburg, Lane Sparks. Coach well, Palmer. the thing and the thing with Connorsville too is the kids they bring off the bench shoot the ball really well. So they they muck that thing up a little bit defensively. And all of a sudden they throw out a kid, you know, but, you know, scouting will take care of some of that, but they'll, then he'll bring in a sophomore or something. He's got three sophomores um, who can, you know, who can shoot it. And they're not going to be guys that lead them this year by any stretch of the imagination, but, but will be kids we talk more about as they get older. But, but yeah, I, I'm sticking with them just because the defensive end of the ball, but uh, go Eric, who are you taking? So I have a rule of thumb that Connorsville every year has to get at least one win that there's no way on God's green earth they ever should have won. Yeah. And I don't know that like their best wins are probably Greensburg and McCutcheon and new pal, maybe. I, yeah. The new pal. And, wins and I don't know that those are good enough. And I almost McCutcheon wins pretty good. The McCutcheon one's good, but I but usually like they'll knock off a Lawrence Central or they'll beat you know a Ben Davis or they'll beat an indie team that they have no business in even beating talent level wise because Kerry's that good of a coach. How about losing by four at Lawrence North? The, is their yeah. best win a four point loss at Lawrence North? <laughs> yeah, probably. That was, that was a Connorsville, right? Uh, it says it's oh yeah, it was a Connorsville. I'm sorry. Still, is but their best win a four was. point a four point loss to it's, I just, I don't know. Like, I'm picking Greensburg. I just don't know. If now, the McCutcheon is, win, I, I think I McCutcheon was missing somebody. Yeah, yeah but uh, it might have been. No, it was earlier in the year. I don't know who it would have been. Yeah, I'm picking Greensburg. I don't, I don't know. That's all I got. All right, that's all right. I knew you would take um, Connorsville, though. Yeah, no. Well, they're running out of wellages. Um, Charlestown. Are anybody not taking Silver Creek? I don't think it's a walk in the park for them, but I'm taking them. Well, that that's the thing. And I've already been called out. <laughs> I've already been called out. Um, Caleb Kellum is their sophomore guard who, who listened last week to the, to the draw show. Already got called out for for not giving North Harrison much of a chance. I'm pretty sure I give North Harrison love. I do too. Well, no, I trust me. There's look. This is not going to be like you said. This is not going to be walking apart. I think. But are we going to pick against Silver Creek? I think that's. I'm not picking. No, I'm I'm not picking against Trey. Yeah, the exercise for today is to pick to pick a winner in each one. So, um, I that North Harrison Silver Silver Creek Creek game is going to be yeah you. You talk about now when they beat Silver Creek earlier, I, right? Kaufman didn't play that game. Kaufman didn't play that game. He no. was not back yet. Okay. I mean, that's a big difference. Oh, it's a and, huge difference. Yeah, it's huge. So, you know, but, you know, Kaufman can get a little foul trouble too. And so that's yeah, but you take him year. out and then you got Cooper Jacoby. True. Well, take him out. You got Brandon Northern. When I, yeah, I was going to say, I'm taking Silver Creek as a Northern. Um, I'm taking Silver Creek as a Trey. And I, I, I'll, <laughs> yeah, to give love to that. North Harrison, 
Trey. Gil loved North Harrison. Like they're really good, and they're not just bigs good. Like they've got some guards. I just don't know that they. For whatever reason, I don't know that it's translated to make them elite. I don't think they have that elite point guard, which is kind of the difference. Well, and they do. I think they they've do, got plenty of talent. They do wrap a lot. Understandably, wrap a lot of things around hat and getting touches. And yeah, I think sometimes that can make other players tentative. This will be one of those deals because they've got a really good sophomore class. They've got four kids that I think dressed or played varsity last year as freshmen who have continued to do so. Um, two or three Mac, of them prioritize Mac, basketball. Well, let's, let, the, yeah. the monkey in the room here is how low yeah, the of a junior. score is this going to be with Lou coaching? True. Like, I mean, he's going to try and keep this thing under 40. Yeah, that that's, that's true. And I, but I think, and so that, I think the score will reflect that in being a lot closer. It's not going to be like a 30 or 40 point blowout, which it could oh, be. Oh my gosh, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't think that. I think it's going to be like single. That's digits. Eric Gardner saying that. Everybody, not me. Eric Gardner <laughs> says that, not me. Yeah, I think it's going to be single digits because of the way that they're going to play. But I mean, Silver Creek with Trey. I mean, this should be your state final guy. I know Salem's going to win this damn thing, probably. Anyway, so, all right, Action. section thirty-one, Washington. Joey Bennett picks Sullivan. That was his parting shot before he left the room. So I'm going to put Sullivan down there for Joey Bennett. That leaves Eric Gardner. You're next. Who's winning that sectional? I mean, it's Sullivan. Yeah. I don't think Princeton has enough in it. Sullivan's deep, like really deep with talent. I'm picking the Sullivan arrows, too. baby. I'm picking Sullivan too. Nick. Yeah, this is tough. This is tough because you have, you know, in Princeton, you have, um, Three seniors that are that are really, I think, can match up close to, to Sullivan's top three. But I mean, Sullivan's shooting; they got three guys shooting fifty percent from three, I and mean, they're just they just pour it pour it on. And I know I talked to Lamar Brown a little bit about this game, and I mean, he's confident, but at the same time, it's, it's not like you know. I, I think this is Sullivan sectional. Clearly, yeah. I mean, everybody's kind of with with on, on board with that, but. Well, yeah, I mean, think of how many times we pick sectionals and we probably only get about half of them right, too. So <laughs> none of this stuff's set in stone. All right, Nick, so what the hell's going on with Evansville Bossy? What what are we doing here? What They're just – they're young and they yeah. don't have great – They don't have seniors, right? Yeah, they don't have great leadership. You know, as, as far as experience goes, even though you have young guys, you got a lot of guys that are like juniors that have never played – really played – organized basketball before um in, in some regard i mean you just got a lot of a lot of raw raw talent right now so who's um, winning that section of them or heritage hills you know i think mount vernon could be a sleeper here actually my guy nor gordon yeah they beat bossy um you know i had at least one coach here tell me that, that they think mount vernon is going to win that sectional you know heritage hills i don't know it's just it's tough to to go with I'm going to go with Heritage Hills here. I know Shane Burkhart's going to – he won't talk to me till He's going to murder you. He won't talk to me till April. He thinks he's a, a you know, second weekend team. You know, Shane he's made likes, that clear. Shane, Shane likes, likes to, to hate have people, have people pick so. against him. 
but yeah. you know, so that's fine, you know, and, and, uh, but they've, they're, they're, they looked really bad the other night against rights. Uh, they got hit in the mouth. What happens is they get hit in the mouth and, and then they just, they don't have a response to it. You know, whereas always in the past, whenever you've hit bossy in the mouth, like, all right, now it's game on. It's not like that right now. So we'll see. We'll see uh, what happens if uh, if coach can get him going. But I'm going to go Heritage Hills. Eric, who, Eric, who are you taking? I'm actually going to make Shane happy. I'm taking bossy. I, I mean, I've seen Heritage Hills quite a few times this year. Like, I don't – I love Sicily. Like, he's awesome. But Sicily cannot be your only guy. And their guards, I just don't think, are good enough. And Bossy's guys are all guards. With length, they're going to be able to defend them. They're going to be able to shut them down. And if you can't get entry passes into Sicily, it doesn't matter what he does. And I think if Bossy can even put together a 80% solid defensive effort, they'll get a lot of extra points off of turnovers, which I think Heritage Hills is susceptible to. And Heritage Hills has three losses. And they're two... uh, uh, Forest Park, Forest Park. Guards are good Castle, yep. who's got good guards, and Bar Reef. Yeah, I mean, all guard oriented teams, and this... so it scares me a little bit to say, like, yeah, Heritage Hills is probably the better team, but like Bossy might be well equipped to knock them off, and I think that's why I'm taking Bossy. This is the team you knock for not scheduling up, yeah, yeah, yeah. This and is, I the... think, they could have done better with some and they of made... it. They made no – well, I shouldn't say they made no effort. They didn't make any effort that resulted in any difference. I mean, they play all the teams in their area, which is fine. Yeah. They don't play all the Evansville schools. They would only play Matter Die and they play yeah. Memorial. That's it. Um, yeah. The, the problem look, is you run into, like, the Tecumseh, Pike Central, Gibson, Southern, Crawford well, those County. Are, like, yeah, those are conference schools, like, and you can't. Yeah, but like when you have that, I I would agree with you. Like, it would have been nicer to have a few more in there. But the, I mean, they just know. have 19 games. They had one game postponed. That means they had two game slots they could have used. Now maybe those are are not reflected. We're using. I'm using John. It's Her- not 100% John reflective at all. So, so I guess you know they played. They did play North Harrison. They did beat them. And beat them rather convincingly the first game of the year. Yeah. Uh, so that's that's definitely a great win for them. But that is that's their best win, right? So, I'm, I mean, so pretty much. Yeah. Spencer. So Jim. Yep. Hey, so you know, basketball's a game of matchups, right? So you're gonna see Bossy press. Bossy's gonna press. Right. I don't and think Heri- Bossy, by the way. But here to Chills turned the ball over like crazy in Spar Reef. Like didn't even couldn't even get it down the floor when they needed to. Yeah. And that to me is like the problem. Like the one thing Bossy's going to be good at is the one thing Heritage Hills kind of sucks at. And I, you know, I think it's going to end up negating Sisley because he's not a ball handler bringing up the floor type. But will like, it, all right, so, well, that's cool. So Nick, He'll still get his, but. Will Bossy, Bossy will. Well, this will be an 84-foot game, right? Yes. Should be. Yeah, that's what they want. I mean, that's their their strength. So, their strength is, you know, that's how they came back against South Knox. That's how they – Will Heritage yeah. Will Heritage Hills I'm, – I'm, I'm kind of getting to a point here. Will Heritage Hills then – will they need 
Cicely at the top of the press, or can they put him at the back and make them pay? Well, I mean, you got Jake Johnson, who yep. was was up near the top of the state in assists. So, I mean, I, I would say you'd probably put him. I mean, I can see Blake being the middle. I mean, no, I'm, you know, you got JT Smallwood as a good three-point shooter. But, I mean, if you get the ball to the middle of the floor and then just get it down the floor to Sisley. Um, yeah, but the problem is who – Do they have guys who can make ball. bossy pay like, in the backside? Jake, Jake was turning it over against Barry, too. And Barry's guards are – good but they're not considered athletes and they're not considered long which is going to be exactly what bossy is and probably quicker i think the only way you can do it is to get it to sicily in the middle of the floor and hope that you can break the press a few times to lighten it up because if you have sicily all the way back i don't think one or two guys combined can get it all the way up the floor if bossy chooses to press which they probably will you're gonna need a break and Sicily's your best, most reassured guy with size where, you know, he can create a difference. It's just, if you start turning it over, I think it's just going to go and go and go and go, and you're going to be down double digits pretty quick. Uh, not had even be, had you not asked even, me – oh, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, well, it, it, one step further on that, it, sometimes it's not always just about turnovers too. It's about how does it impact Heritage Hill's ability to get into their normal offense – or yeah. they take quick shots. Um, turnovers are nice if you're on defense. Turnovers are great. But really what you're doing is just trying to speed the other team up to where they're, they're, making, you know, they're making the other types of mistakes. That's where things start to snowball. Go down, take a couple of quick shots. Bossy comes and back, and baskets. If, and if one turnover, you're, and you're down eight. You know, If you're missing shots and you're giving away some turnovers – that transition game is going to play right into what Bossy needs to score the ball. Sure. And they're going to feel great about it. If Nick, you what, can't break a press, then. What were you going to say, Nick? Well, I'm just saying if you had asked me about this sectional, you know, three weeks ago, I, I would have felt a lot different. You know, I would have said. Yeah. Bossy's falling off a little bit. Oh, I mean, since, since, since February has started, you know, they've, they've lost uh, what they've lost to castle. They lost in Evansville North. They lost to Henderson County. They lost Kentucky, which, uh, you know, modern day Mount Vernon, Evansville Harrison. I mean, those are all teams that if I would, I would expect heritage Hills to beat. So it, it, I think it's just kind of taken a little bit of my confidence out in bossy, you know, and I know coach Burkhardt would be mad, at, but that's just where his team's at. I mean, he's been the first person to tell you like we're young and we struggled this year. You know, we got, we got, we got issues, but um, you know, he's, and second, he thinks he can beat Silver Creek. You know, I don't, that's just Shane Burkhart for you, but um, I don't know. I, I don't feel great about Heritage Hills. You know, I watched him play Tecumseh and I thought, oh my gosh, this is not a good team. Here I am picking them. Uh, Zach, who are you taking? We not, I don't have your pick yet. Bossy. Did I talk you into that one? <laughs> yep, I'm good. <laughs> Um. All right. Well, we are done with three A. Time to get to four A. Evansville bossy for Zach. All right. Time to get to four A. So let's scroll back up. Ugh. Let's start. Let's start with Zach. Zach, who's winning? Gary West, sectional one. Gary West. We are Man. down the stretch. So I saw Lake Central the other night against McCutcheon. McCutcheon didn't have 
uh, fantasy kid, but they still hung with Lake Central. I just don't know who's going to do anything for Lake Central if Kyle Ross can't. Um, Coach Bo's got things going here well at Merrillville the last few weeks. Munster's sitting there, too, on Friday night. I'm still going to – Mason Nicholson's out for Gary West. I don't know. I'm going to stay with Gary – Yeah, he's been out, he's been for, out for a while. He's been out for a while, though. So I'm going to stay with the new. Gary West. I think these dudes are on a mission this year. Yeah, I don't think we need to overthink some of this too much. But, I mean, Munster obviously is right there. I don't think Lake Central Merrillville will get him. Um, yeah, you're you're could, diminishing Hackett and Munster a little too quickly. There. No, 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 no. I'm saying it's between those two. I'm saying yeah, that I don't yeah, think Merrillville right, Lake. Yeah, yeah, I don't think Merrillville Lake Central's going to get that job done. So, no. Um, Nick, who are you taking? Yeah, Gary Gary West. It'll be Gary and Munster, but um, Gary West. Yeah, Gary West yeah. is one. Nick or I'm, Aaron. I'm also taking Gary West. I do. Yeah, I, I do too. think Hackett will give him a game, and it wouldn't shock me if he pulls an upset. But I've kind of waited for this monster team for the last two years to be really, <laughs> really good. I and, picked them to beat Carmel in the semi-state last year. So yeah, and, that, and they're they just not school. quite, quite there. But yeah, taking Gary West. Sectional two, yeah, Gary Munster's still got the. Still got that certainly has has a great chance to win that sectional. I and mean, that's it's not yeah, and give me give me hack at most every other day. Yeah. But Gary West is really playing well. And the, the times I've seen him play, they can play any style. They can play slow, they can play fast. Um they did not play each other this year. I was looking for that. I don't know. Mm-mm. Um Munster had right. COVID issues at the beginning of the year, I think. They did, yeah, they did. Um, Zach, who's winning uh, sectional two? Another tough one. I feel like uh, find out the other night that Brees Walls was in a walking boot for Valpo. Not sure if that's precautionary or if that's something serious moving forward. Uh, you got Mantis looming there on Friday night for Chesterton and Crown Point's hanging around there. Um, I know Crown Point had some COVID issues at one point as well, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take Chesterton. I think they're gonna be yeah. too much. Nick, who are you taking? Yeah, I'm gonna go Chesterton too. I think Valpo's a close, close second, but uh, yeah, I think that that game on Tuesday night's gonna ultimately decide it. Eric, who are you taking? I am taking. See, the Brees Walls thing messes me up because if it's Brees Walls versus Travis Grayson, that's solid. But if it's Travis Grayson versus anybody else, I feel yep. much better about that. And I still think Grayson's the, probably the better player, but it's like they're at least comparable. Right. I I pick Valpo, but I mean I wouldn't be shocked if Mantis like wills lull into some weird run. Like they don't play anybody on Friday night. Hobart, Hobart or Portage, like he's duck. I mean, what do you do? Put up fifty four or whatever the other day. Like he can't do it. They don't have a ton else. But that's the problem. You know, that's the problem with them. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, what Vasco's the only other like Vasco player. Sanchez yeah. kid, kind of. Yeah. And they'll have yeah. the they'll have the best player in the sectional. Um, this, in in Manus. What's the Sanchez's kid first name? I can't remember. Tyson, I think. Does that sound right? Yeah. Yeah. Isn't he like five ten, but can like dunk crazy well? Like yeah. ridiculous. Yeah, he's yeah. awesome. Um, and it would shock me if Crown Point pulls off an upset, but I think like Valpo and Chester are the two best teams. 
makes sense, but there's four potential winners. I'll just I'll take Valpo, but the Brees Walls thing bugs me. I'm going with Valpo too. And um I mean just so we can see the green jacket for a few more days. Right. <laughs> well, you know, and it's look, Lowell's again best player in the sectionals, Mantis, and at least Yeah, you know, I think that's great draw pretty, for them, yeah. So yeah, they like did. I, they got a great draw. It gives they have him a buy. The chance to have an outstanding game to win them a sectional, which I mean, they've never see. had the past few years. I mean, Portage, the time I saw them play at Grace, they weren't they they struggled. Yeah. They, they do have obviously they they have Kamari Slaughter, who's Slaughter's a talented awesome, sophomore but guard, but but raw. you know, he he struggles outside the paint. His whole game is getting to the paint and being, you know, and you know, being a strong kid and, and that, that part of his game will come. It's just not there right now. Um, and I think they could be a physical problem for Lowell. But ultimately, I think Lowell wins that. I think Valpo gets through. I mean, Valpo, Chesterton, obviously they, the winner of that plays crown point. So that's the tough draw. Uh, but I think just Valpo's got a little too much of a little bit of everything. And yeah. I think crown point would have to have a – a really good shooting game from their and they they've got you know their core of their team are guards they they have to have a really yeah. good shooting game to to yeah. beat Valpo and and like you said that you know the injury sure is an issue but I think sometimes that stuff's precautionary especially late in the year so yeah. uh, we're we're like a Zach Tyler run here Zach who's winning the Michigan City sectional and if like Nick on a couple sectionals ago for him he would have picked. Uh, bossy earlier on i mean michigan city they were cruising at the beginning of the year and then the wheels have kind of fallen off for them i don't i've talked to a guy over there and it sounds like there's some maybe internal stuff going on and he didn't get into detail and coach won't get into detail either but but man they have just fallen off and lost a couple bad games recently i think they lost to calumet the other night like i don't I, not that the yeah. calumet's awful but, you, but it's just that's you a would bad have loss. never picked against south and no. adams and you know it right. uh, that is definitely true i'm yeah, going adams, but it would have been south and adams versus michigan it, city exactly exactly it would have been and now I, watching riley beat the crap out of michigan city the other night it's like it's going to be riley adams again and and in the long run blake has really no help on no. this Riley team, unfortunately. Uh, it, Are we Adams all picking Adams? Destined to make this run. I am picking Adams. Me too. Nick, what are you doing? You picking Adams? Yep. Yep. Again, Riley. I mean, AD's oh, done a great job Wesley. over there, but he doesn't. I mean, it was all Wesley, guys. and he just, yeah, they didn't have much yep. that stepped up. I mean, you know, we, we get. Adams is four deep. Four, we get some stuff. We get some stuff sent to us, you know, on other kids. But at the end of the day, it just seems like the it's always it's Wesley and or bust. And and I think Adams has has too much too much depth. Too many waves of of guys to throw at people. And they've gotten they've that depth on, throughout the season this year too. Yeah, they've been on the forefront of our discussions pretty much all year. So, uh, sectional four, Nick, why don't you lead us off with Elkhart? This is more interesting one up here too. Yeah, I don't know why I'm. I'm it's just a lot of mediocre, right? <laughs> yeah, it's a lot of average. Northridge. Well, I don't know. I mean, you I mean, Radger's about... a hell of a coach, and and Matt Moore. You know, all those. You know, Matt Moore does a good job, and and you know, he's done some good things for Concord. Yeah, you don't want to ever 
Concord's winning some games finally again. And that's their best players still, out. It's not like it's a bunch of Mick teams beating up on each other. Um, but all right, Nick, who's winning? Who who you got winning that? I got Northridge. You know, Northridge. You're big fans of Valpo and uh, Northridge. They have a win at Valpo uh, this year. Yeah. So uh, they they won at Riley. Um, but you know, so I, I'm gonna go with Northridge. I mean, you talk about exciting like small school players i don't know if northridge is exactly a small school but just thinking of like that six foot kind of type of player you know carter stolfus is is as exciting to me as anybody um out there he plays as hard as anybody uh his brother's a great um clay i think clay a great playmaker and sam smith is as good a shooter as anybody that i've seen you know i don't being down here, I don't get to see him a lot, but you know, from the tape that I've seen, Sam Smith's phenomenal. So yeah, I'm gonna go with Northridge. Eric. Uh yeah, I'm going Warsaw. I'm not I mean, I've seen Radiker coach for so many freaking years, it's ridiculous. Like he's got shooters, which will play right into how he wants to play. It's gonna be high octane offense, let him run. They miss a shot quickly, that's fine. But Matt's done a good job at Warsaw. I think he's got everybody bought in and bought in quickly. And I think, like, they have just enough offensive talent. And Northridge's scheme is so obvious that Matt's going to be able to get everybody to buy in. And so I'll take Warsaw knowing that, I mean, it's not likely you're going to play Petter Goshen unless something crazy happens. I think Matt knows what he's doing. It's a pretty easy game plan. You just got to figure out how to execute it with the guys you have. I think those guys can do it. And if he didn't have them bought in, if I didn't believe that, then yeah, I'd probably take Northridge. But I think he's done a really, really good good job very, very quickly. How is Northridge and Warsaw? How do they not play each other during the year? They did they? I thought they. Yeah, they did. Then Warsaw did? beat them. I thought Warsaw beat them. Warsaw. Oh, they did. Yeah, back back yeah. to the beginning. Yep. Northridge. Yeah. Oh, Northridge won fifty-two to nope thirty-seven. Warsaw won thirty-seven fifty-two. I overlooked that. Um, I'm going with Northridge. Um, island. I don't have any. I haven't gone yet. Yeah, Zach hasn't gone yet. I haven't. Uh, I don't have any great reasoning for doing that. Um, I like what. I like the stuff that uh, uh, Radiker gets out of that Chin series. That the stuff that they do, and he's got the shooters to take the. They got the shooters to take advantage of it. Um, yeah. But I don't know. I'm just going Northwards. I don't really have a, a hard sell on that yet. Zach, who you got? Uh, I think I'll, I'll take Northridge and Warsaw probably in the finals. That Penn Penn matchup's kind of interesting, just because Penn's been so up and down this year. They don't have the guns to shoot with Northridge, but they don't have any bigs either. Uh Elkhart is interesting. I wouldn't Elkhart's very, very good. Their yes. eleven eleven record is not even indicative how, how no, good they've they are. they've played a tough schedule, but I I'd be a little nervous of that Concord game, to be honest with you, for them first round. Give Well yeah, they're both time. they're both five hundred, but who's winning the sectional? Right. I'm 
I'm with Garner. I'm gonna take Warsaw. Warsaw. I think right. I, I I was at the Valpo Warsaw game, and Coach Moore made an interesting comment after the game. I was listening to his radio, and he said Valpo has basketball players. We have kids that play basketball. Right. And I thought I thought that was kind of weird that he said it after that game, and then since then they've kind of gone off. <laughs> It's not really a surprise of a comment from Matt right, having known right. him for a while. Like, yeah, he's a big proponent of getting kids to buy in and getting them to like be a team. And if you can do that, you can win as opposed to like just letting guys play. And that's why I think like they won one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight games in a row to end the season. Like, yep. I think yep. they bought it. And I love Jackson Gold. He's he's amazing. Yeah, he's gonna be awesome. a really good sophomore. Yep, I do like him. Some worst sophomore. Right. Uh, sectional five. Uh, let's go with Eric. Who's winning that? Are we all going Carroll, or we think Snyder's got a shooter chance, shooter's chance. Uh, oh. yeah, I'm going. I'm going Carroll there. Carroll. Right. I mean, it, it's it's gonna be Carroll Snyder probably. I mean, North Snyder North Side's a little tricky, but like. Jalen Jackson is, has proven this year against all odds of playing in a Marty Beasley offense that he can put up numbers and carry a team. Well, it's and, been a while since Marty's had a guy that could do that, though. That's, I mean, in fairness. Yeah, that's a whole other argument. But, like, I, mean, I think he's done it better than anybody since I've been scouting. I think that's and the beauty of he motion. He has not had lack of Division One talent. So, like. I mean, that's the beauty of motion is that. Yeah if you've got that guy, you can, you can let him go off script, not even script. You can let him but he's can find things where other people have kind of just been okay. And because of that, granted, they don't have a lot else. I think at least for the sectional, I think that's enough to get him through. I'm taking Carol. Zach, who are you taking? I think Carol's going to have a tough time with North personally. Just from yeah. what I've seen I don't think it's going to be Carol easy, but. And. Man, that Snyder game. I don't know. I don't know if North has enough firepower to beat Snyder. I've, I'm going to take Snyder in this one, I think, because I think North can beat. I think North can beat Carroll, and then Snyder knocks off North. So you've got Snyder. Snyder. Okay. Nick, who are you taking? Yeah, that's that seems like a really. That seems kind of like a, a game plan or a, a roadmap that you can kind of kind of see happening. I mean, Snyder. They've got so much firepower, you know, and and the good draw, good draw, um, athleticism to match. I mean, I watched that Snyder Carroll game not too long ago, and I was just really surprised they didn't they didn't match up athletically with with Jackson a little better. I mean, I thought Brown could, could kind of match him a little bit in athleticism. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Snyder's. I'll go Snyder as well. All right, key key stat here. Fort Wayne yeah. Snyder hasn't won back-to-back games since December 18th. Right. Well, I and now they have to win three. I didn't. Well, they but they've had a. I mean, look at who they're. That's a tough schedule too. Cathedral. Yeah, it's losses. not an easy schedule, but like yeah, here their losses. Cathedral. You don't have any sustained success to like. I love Jeremy. I think he does a great job, but I think even he would admit this isn't his most talented team. Uh, and well, no, you know, I mean, it's, it's they don't have a okay. superstar, but they've got 
they've got three kids who could really score. I mean, here are their losses, Cathedral. I mean, I'm picking Carroll. Yeah, no, none I'm, of their I'm, losses are bad. It's just, you know, you could have beaten New Haven. You didn't. You would have had a three-game winning streak. You lost I'm, to Concordia. You should have beat Churubusco. I mean, there's some losses in there where it's like, all right, guys, it wasn't that difficult of a game, you know, and they just – they haven't won in a long time. I'm picking Carroll just because I don't – ultimately, I don't know that Snyder can sustain any defensive momentum. It's – That's fair. Just, just watching that group, and um, and I don't think they're going to be able to, you know, really bother Carroll – and I've not seen Fort Wayne North, so I don't mean to be dismissive of them. I think North's just too young for me. And that, yeah, all their good and guys are freshmen and sophomores. Yeah, and that would fit into the other things we've the, the times we've said that about other teams too. So, but you know, you look at you know, look at Marion that Marion game ninety eight ninety six. You know, again, who knows? Maybe they would they weren't preparing for it. They were more focused on DeKalb, more focused on their sectional, but. Snyder's got a couple of bad losses in there as well. I don't mean just in terms of point spread, in terms of the teams they lost to. Yeah, that's to me, that's kind of the thing. It's like you could have had – this could have been 15, 16 wins, and you dropped a few that arguably you shouldn't have, and you could have had winning streaks, and this would look a lot differently. And that's just – But you team. didn't, and now it's like, all right. And my one time really watching them play, I mean, I've seen a couple things streaming, but the one time watching them play was against South Bend Riley at Grace, and there was just no defensive identity there for either team, really. And, you know, so that's that ended up playing out. So, all right, let's move on. Columbia City. I mean, Homestead, Homestead right? Yeah, we can. All right. Yeah, squeak through all that. Right, New right. Haven, good year. Huntington North, solid, but it's Homestead. Yeah. Um, Moving on. That way we can't say we didn't talk about those teams. <laughs> no, I think it's okay to not talk about those teams right now. Um, Marion. Marion sectional. Nick, who you got? Uh, it's it's going to be hard to go against Lafayette, Jeff. I know Marion at home would be good. But, you know, I like I like some of the pieces around Barnheiser. Um, I think Beaver is a nice little piece. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go with, with Lafayette, Jeff. It's hard to lose against Brooks Beinheiser. Yeah. Eric, who are you taking? I'm taking Jeff. I I don't trust Harrison and, and McCutcheon. Sure, being a BC grad, I love him. But, like, I there's, there's not any pieces on McCutcheon's roster where I'm like, that's a really good player. And I know McCutcheon beat Jeff earlier. Did Beaver play? I, 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 don't, I read something I don't that might indicate he didn't. It didn't wasn't specifically about that game, but it made it no. sound like, "Hey, Beaver's back." Yeah, and that and that may have been the case. But that's like, a pretty big I, piece, just because as well as he shoots yeah. it. I just, I mean, Brooks is so freaking good. Yeah, Brooks is really good. That's that. going to be. There's no way Brooks is not getting his points at all. Exactly. That's He's going to get a, that, and that may be enough to beat McCutcheon on its own. That's that's going to be a miss for Indiana and Purdue to not go in heavy on him, especially Indiana. Yeah, definitely Indiana. Definitely Indiana. Yeah. yeah. I'm going Lafayette, Jeff. Um, there ain't a whole lot of defense being played in this sectional. Uh, McCutcheon's probably the one team. And, uh, you know, if I'm looking at 
the teams that I'm looking at Jeff and McCutcheon. I think those two teams, I think McCutcheon, I think, did they guard well against Lake Central, Zach? Mm, no, I mean, I like I said, Fennessey didn't that. play. <clears throat> Fennessey didn't play. So I don't know why. That hurts uh, him. But yeah, but they didn't, after McGovern went out, they didn't have anybody else who could score for him. So yeah. I don't know what McCutcheon does and how they beat Jeff the first time, actually. Jeff defensively kind of like junks it up. Either. That's that's me think, saying things in preparation for the, what, what the regional will be. Is they're you know they're gonna it's a, just a bunch of change you know they change their zone they change their zone looks they try to trick you. Um, I think that'll work in the mayor. I think that'll work in the sectional. Beyond that, I don't know, but I'm picking Lafayette. Jeff, Zach, who are you taking? Yeah, I'll take Jeff. And I wouldn't be surprised if Logan's board ended up sneaking past McCutcheon there too. I mean, that could happen. Hey, that's given Shouse too much credit. Like that's my boy. <laughs> Shouse your boy. <laughs> uh, I've known him forever. Well So we can skip over Carmel because Reamer doesn't need to talk about Carmel again. Well, I, no, but I think it's I don't have 30. Minutes. I mean, I'm picking Carmel. Let's let's end the suspense. Um <laughs> Okay. They lost to Marble. Fishers. They lost to Fishers without what else? I don't think Fishers is actually thinking about it in those terms. I think Fishers is thinking about, you know what? We beat Carmel. And I will say this for Fishers. I would say the same thing for Hamilton Southeastern. They've got kids that have the kind of strength that can bother Carmel around the rim in, in terms of finishing. Carmel struggled to finish against Fishers in the paint. They I want to say they only hit one three that game, and I want to say they only took like four. Um, so I'm not sure what the deal was that game. It was the night after kind of carving up Lawrence North, not kind of, trying to be diplomatic. Um, I don't think they walked into the Fishers game overconfident because they, they aren't going to think that without Waddell. I think they walked in there um, maybe a little zoned out perhaps, but – Hampton Southeastern also has those thicker bodies that can cause some issues. I'm not entirely sure Hampton Southeastern can score enough to beat Carmel if they got through. Um, the Fishers HSC game, the Mudsock Bowl, whatever you want to call it, is, I mean, Tuesday night, that's the, both those games, Westfield and Zionsville. I mean, we've, you know, I've not mentioned either one of those teams yet. Westfield probably has. The best player in the sectional, Braden Smith. Um, sure, that'll wrinkle a nose or two, you know, on on Main Street here. But I think Braden Smith's the best player in the sectional. Certainly, from a recruiting standpoint, is is a little bit more highly recruited than than Peter Suter. Uh, I don't know that Westfield has the other weapons to get over the hump. But yeah, what do they have got, besides him and Hafner? Anything? Well, they they've got they've got DP Squally, who's yeah. just a nice tough. He's a blue tough, collar man. kid. He's he's very tough. Um, but he's a six foot three inch center who doesn't stretch the floor. If he does dribble it, he has to come to a stop. You know, now we're talking <clears throat> now we're talking about scouting notes. You know, he doesn't just go up and finish. Uh, it's not like he's going to get at the rim. He has to stop and pump fake you and fool you. And 
you know, he's, he's built his game on being crafty around the basket and boy, does Braden, I mean, Braden can go, Braden can drive baseline, hunt that drift, that drift pass, but then find the seam in the paint. And that's usually deep Pasquale. The difference is against Carmel and it showed out last year and it showed out during the regular season game this year is again, it's six, nine, six, seven, six, seven. And none of those guys are named Peters. None of those guys are named Peter Suter um, or Josh Wack. So the two, the three best defenders are the three smaller guys on the floor. So then you've got length to back up the, the really good defenders. And that's where Carmel ultimately gets their advantage is they don't ever put out people who don't defend. Leary is probably their worst defender man for man, or maybe just because he's young, but both of those kids are willing defenders. And, and Orm's length, of course, makes a big impact as Bar Reeve found out. Um, you know, so, I mean, it's not as clear cut as people think. Um, no, I, ho- I hope yeah. it is because I'll What's... rest a little bit more easily. But, what is the status on Waddell? Oh, he's fine. He's good. It was just hold out to be good for now. Can we right? get can we get Hawk back in here? <laughs> Find that <laughs> out. Uh, he's fine. Okay. Um, so and then the other I, side of that is that Carmel outscored Addicts in the first four minutes of the second quarter without a starter on the floor. Yeah. And then they played the entire fourth quarter with with very good JV players. I mean, kids that dress varsity that get most of their minutes on JV and those kids play well. I mean, there's depth on depth, which is nice. Um, and, but you know, Fishers, they, they're not going to back down and they're, they're going to win. You know, if they win game, they're going to roll in on Friday night. If they beat HSE um, on a roll because they, they'll beat their rival and then they'll come up and, and have another shot at Carmel. And meanwhile, Westfield Zionsville will get Noblesville, and I'd, I'd love to hope I'd love for Peck to get a sectional win and and be in a championship game. But um, they don't they don't have any lineup where they avoid a kid who struggles defensively. They 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 can't. They've got three kids who get major minutes who really struggle on the defensive end of the floor. He just and he can't avoid it because they have to play offensively. Um. He can't just get away with playing one of those dudes. Look, so. I don't know if you, if you saw the Westfield game, which I know you were at, Jim, because I yeah. remember I was, te- I was texting you. The Carmel Westfield game, like I've never seen a team just take Braden Smith out of it, like Carmel took him out of it. I mean, the length, he, he just, it just really looked it, it, to me really solidified Braden Smith as like a mid-major, yeah, player that night because you know the length it just he just struggled he couldn't he couldn't do anything he couldn't pass um, but if we're gonna if we're gonna break down that and i i think you'll agree with this and we're all the recruiting side of this stuff now that 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 joey's not here for you know joey we start talking about recruiting you just kind of um you give Braden a big man. If we're going to, if we're going to have that discussion, you give Braden some size. And now all of a sudden you give him the lob, the ability to lob to somebody makes his game that much more potent. And that's what he would have at a high major. That's what he would have. That's what he would have at the D one level. He would have a big that he could go to and some two man game with, it would make his floater more effective because is he lobbing it? Is he floating it? You, you wouldn't know. Now you'd have to approach him. Anytime he, anytime he comes through the middle of the paint, 
you now have to approach him with a big man at the, as a lob option. He doesn't have that with Westfield. He's not lobbing it to Deep Pasquale. He's dropping it off to Deep Pasquale, who then has to gather, even though he's only three, you know, he's only two feet away from the rim. He has to gather to finish. Um, but I mean, you're not wrong in terms of how that played out against Carmel. I wouldn't necessarily extend it to thinking that it, it unquestionably, I mean, it means he, he can't be the number one option at a high major or even a number two option, but he could be on a team where he's the, you know, the, the best shooter on the floor, the, the guy who's getting in the paint and finding people. Um, I think he's got that aspect of his game. Um, I don't yeah. know. I, he doesn't have late, like he doesn't have Lander's athletic ability, you know, or Lander's length. Um, but man, I'd love to have his decision making on the floor at Indiana right now. Um, shot which, making. Yeah, shot making. I mean, you know, imagine him playing with Trey. Now he would, you know, he would have some defensive issues at that level. But, um, but I, you know, but yeah, as far as how Carmel approaches it, absolutely. They, they, they. they I don't see. I don't see Fishers beating Carmel twice. I mean, beating it's tougher with Waddell. Beating Carmel with 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 Brian Waddell or without Brian Waddell—that's I mean, a huge difference, you know. I mean, yeah, I just think is. he's playing really, really good right now. Um, and I also think that Carmel didn't something else. Somebody else didn't like. I know Joy Joy was coming back from COVID. Um, Whack wasn't was fully, Whack me. wasn't fully healthy. Healthy. Williams was just getting back from COVID. I mean, we can make excuses. Fisher's played well. And Carmel just the night before had beaten Lawrence North. So those excuses weren't impacting their play Friday night versus Saturday. And I, and I know Osborne's not running around making excuses either. He's probably telling them they got their butts kicked um, possession by possession. But no, and, just if you're trying to make a prediction, though, you're trying. You know, oh, yeah. Well, I've already picked Carmel. I'm you do run through these. Yeah, I think most everybody's going to pick Carmel. That's yeah. the whole point of the sectional is it's Carmel sectional until somebody beats them. It's the same thing I would have said about Lafayette Central Catholic had they just not had one of the worst years they've ever had. And, and you can give credit to Westfield and, and Braden Smith and those guys. And I think they'll see them on Saturday. What the sectional is going to look just, like next year. It's, it's look at this. Carmel's look at those teams. Like, you know, I'm. But that, what's I'm that so sex look more intrigued like next with year? Carmel, Carmel, and playing the Homestead than I am about who they could match up in this one because they just they win. I think there's oh. you can break it down however you want. We can make this Carmel podcast, but like they just win every single time and until somebody knocks them off. There's been many years where they probably shouldn't have won and have won, and so until that happens. I'm going to I tell Volovic. I mean, Osborne's the best coach in this sectional, right? I mean, I love Peck, but well, like, yeah, it's, it's Osborne. I mean, but that's easy for me to say. He runs motion and man to man. So I'm going to, yeah. yeah well, uh, you just sure. play right into everything. Bobby know. Allen's the best coach in his sectional. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, but that's as much of a preference. I mean, I've been a motion guy for 25 years, so it predates Hetty and Osborne being at Carmel. But and, and I'm a motion guy too, and so I love, it appeals to I love me, that they win that way. It, 
but it were it works for them and they have so much talent that like and they're so well brought up that they can just plug and play guys when they need to. That's and that's the problem. So Westfield well. doesn't have the depth. Zinesville's too young. Noblesville is so up and down this year. HSC, yeah. I don't they just don't Same. have the top end talent. That's it. Fishers is the one team that could really and they did it earlier that could play spoiler because of what you said. Like they can be physical with Carmel. It's just, if I'm playing the odds, the odds are always going to be in Carmel's favor until they stop winning. I, and I don't think Carmel will go through a game where they, don't shoot, where they just shoot three or four threes too. So, so anybody's not picking Carmel, right? We're all picking Carmel. Yep. All right. Richmond, Zach, who you got winning Richmond? Jeez. I fell asleep for a second there. Uh... All right. <laughs> yeah, we let Reamer have his little tangent. He yep, was quiet yep. for far too long. Welcome, welcome right. to my Speeding every Sunday. Well, I'm the one talking about teams that could beat him. <laughs> and then wrapping it back around to talk about Carmel. Well, sure. Well, <laughs> I mean, all right. Still, you're still your four A defending state champs, but go on. We're Richmond. still talking about it. Yeah, I know, geez. right? <laughs> all right, here we go, Richmond. I'm going. Oh man, I don't even. I'm going New Pal. New pal's getting this one. All right, Nick, who's who's winning that? Yeah, I'm with him, New Pal. Um, you know, I would really like to pull the trigger on my – you know, I was at one point on the staff at Greenfield Central. Uh, yeah. New Pal was the, the the hated enemy. That's the best team in the sectional, I think. Uh, Eric, who are you taking? Uh, I have New Pal down. I do kind of like Mount Vernon, but – I, I, I mean, but they're not. New Pal's freaking young. Yeah, yeah Mount Vernon's not. Their their best players are juniors. Like, yeah, they should, sophomore. So my, that, my biggest that sophomore concern season? is like you Bright. lose to New Pal, you lose to Greenwood, who I don't think is as good as their record. You lose to Noblesville, who's been five hundred all year. Like, you have these chances to kind of take off, and you never do. And so that worries me. So I'll probably just stick with New Pal. I think Rhodes and those guys could pull it off, but I'll take New Pal. I was going to go solid Mount Vernon until I watched them fold against Greenwood. Um, I'm still sticking with them, though. I think at the end of the day, saw some things that game. Stud, but like who? I mean, Gerard. Yeah he he did not play hard against Greenwood. The, the, that's my concern is like the bigger one there's the other, a level the, of the him smaller that's really one. good and then there's just an Armand, okay version Armand, Armand always plays hard he's got the chip on his shoulder he's the yeah. one that's catching up to him physically he's been smaller yeah. you know his yeah. dad played for me in high school so that's you know it's fun watching them play because really the, the one the less the less herald of the two is the one that's got his dad's chip on his shoulder, you know. Who's who's his dad? Antoine Gerard played on the huh. uh, Warren Central with Derek Miller and and Jermaine right. Dierman. Right. And you know, I mean, I had those three guys, you know, in the for summer. And you know, Miller was Miller was a starter as a freshman. His you know his entire career, Dierman was probably the most talented of the three. It was obvious, but he didn't kind of round in to being the kind of guy that could carry a Warren central until he got older. Um, then he really blossomed and Gerard was sort of that third piece 
And it was just the time when they started allowing you to have three kids on a team from the same school. And, and I remember picking up Antoine just to help out. Like it was, you know, I was, it was like, Hey, this kid's got a chance. And it was like, okay. And then turns out he's, you know, was a great defender and had a chip on his shoulder. Nobody talked about him and et cetera, so forth. And between Armand, between Armand and Ahmed or Ahmad, Armand has the chip, um, Ahmad is just a freak. Like he could be awesome, but But, Armand's catching up to him physically. Yeah, yeah. But against Greenwood, Ahmad mailed it in, especially in the second half, and especially late. I don't know why he wasn't engaged, but he was. He wasn't, and it ended up they they gave away a ten point lead with like three minutes to go. So, and in a ho hum sectional, in a ho hum sectional, take New New Pals like consistency. Yeah, I'm sticking with Mount Vernon. All right, we want to save sectional 10 to the last, or we want to talk about it now. Let's save it to the last. Right. Want to do that? Um, get to it quick. <clears throat> all right, let's go. Let's go. Uh, Decatur Central, section 11, Decatur Central. I'm picking I'm picking Ben Davis. They've been a lot different with Jaden Brewer. Um, Pike has been disappointing this year. I'm not sure what's going on there. Um, they're not overly deep, although they do have one junior guard whose name now is going to escape me, uh, who's come Conwell. on of late. But oh, what'd you say? Ryan Conwell. No, 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 no. Conwell and uh, Conwell Loudest. The kid doesn't start. Um, very Omari Ferguson. Yes, freakish freak athlete, like almost Omar Cooper athlete at LM, just without the power. Um, kids playing really well. I'm still picking Ben Davis. Zach, who you got? Yeah, I'll take Ben Davis. All right, Nick. Yeah, Ben Davis. This is going to be a clean sweep. All right, my God, yep. clean sweep. Free brew, baby. Uh, he's been good. Uh, I've watched him play twice. He's been really good. And he's even shooting the ball well off the catch. Um, Avon, I'm going to start again. Um, I'm sexual. I am – I'm going with Plainfield just because – I don't think Brownsburg gets consistent enough shooting. And I don't know that even, I mean, Lacey being healthy will help them a lot. Um, But they're going to need, they're going to need quite Quentin Bragg to have the game that he had against um, Galligan that I see. He had like 23 or something like that. He shot. I mean, it wouldn't even be shocking if Brownsburg somehow slipped up and lost to Mooresville. True. And it wouldn't be shocking if Brownsburg beat Plainfield just like, what two years yeah, ago? Yeah, it wouldn't. But like, yeah. So, uh, there's Zach, a lot are you of... taking? I'll do Plainfield also. <clears throat> and then Nick, Plainfield. Eric, I'll take Plainfield. Going against yeah. my own, uh, my own home school here. But yeah, you're, you're rooting against Avon, or you're picking, not picking Avon, huh? No, Brunsburg. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's right. You moved. Yeah. Taxes just uh, went up, Eric. I'm okay. What? I'm doing well. Whiteland <laughs> sectional. Um, the team that's favored to win this hardly ever wins it. So that's that's a bad thing. I'm going to stick with Center Grove. Although, you know, the thing that with Greenfield Greenwood is they they do have this kneel where they're they hold the ball for like literally just hold it. Like that's when you're like, okay, we need a shot clock. Um, but it, you know, it. You know, they came back on Mount Vernon. I mean, they hold it when they're down. Came back on Mount Vernon to one. They kind of disrupted Plainfield. Those are two games I went to. They kind of disrupted Plainfield's mojo a little bit. 
Um, and I can see that being the strategy. Um, but Center Grove, they feel really good about their group. I'm going to pick them. But like I said, the team that's favored to win this thing hardly ever wins it. So, um, Zach, who are you taking? Yep, I was going to do uh, Center Grove also. Coach right, Stuckmeyer Nick. down there. Girls. Center Girls Grove. Side. Center Grove. Eric? Yeah, I'm taking Center Grove. I don't. I don't Maybe. trust Greenwood. Clean so. sweep. I'm surprised by both of them. Yeah, I mean, it, you're right. It it could go any number of ways, but I I just don't like Greenwood. Like, Nick, who are you paper. taking in? Who are you taking at Bloomington? Man, uh, <coughs> imagine if Bloomington South had Connor Hickman. You know, like Matt, yeah. I mean, they're twenty and four without him. Uh, <laughs> it's, just, it's just hard. It's hard to. I don't know. I mean, when I watch them, I don't know that I necessarily. <laughs> and buying into to what they got but same time the proof's kind of in the in the pudding i mean you know they've they've consistently performed well they went to bar reeve uh maybe without i don't know if they had bomba or not but you know they've, they've not had bomba at certain points this year until somebody displaces jr holmes in that sectional uh, it's a factory i'm gonna go uh, i'm gonna stay again with bloomington south Zach, who are you taking? Yep, Bloomington South, home team, best record. Eric, Eric, who are you taking? Oh, I will switch it up. I, and I agree with, like, it's – you can't pick against Bloomington South, but, like, if you're going to do it <laughs> – But you are. <laughs> I mean, it's this year. You're 20 and four, but, like, the team is clearly not that talented. And while they might be playing, you combine it with the fact that Bloomington North has – their best talented team in a while and they're actually playing well together yeah if it's I, gonna happen it's gonna happen this year are you, are you so you're picking who are you picking i'm picking bloomington north okay my thing with north versus south is joey bomba has emerged more than what i even thought he would be yeah. and i've liked him from the beginning yeah. um he has really stepped up in hickman's wake and I don't know that everybody thought that would happen as, to the extent that it did. I think, I think they felt pretty confident that they would still have a good year. I don't know. They felt like they'd be 20 and four. The thing with North that I wonder about is do they always know what kind of team they're going to have on a game in game out basis? They're, they're good enough. You know, they're, they're good enough. To, you know, they're, they're good enough to, you know, North and South didn't play each other this year. Thanks to COVID. Yeah. You know, they're, they're good enough to let's see what's their worst. I mean, they lost to Covenant Christian, um, and their four losses are good losses. But they got drilled by Silver Creek. They lost to Zionsville, who's you know still a young team. Is at Zionsville. The Covenant Christian loss probably speaks more to Covenant Christian than it does against Bloomington North. Losing at New Albany, there's no shame in that. But then it's the three point win at Terre Haute North. It's, um, I don't know. They do have some pretty steep. Wrong. They do have some pretty and steep wins. Um, wrong, but like, I, I think maybe this speaks more to Bloomington South. But like, they, how deep is that team? They were deep before they lost, or they were light before they lost Hickman, and then you lose him. How many guys can you actually trust on that team? Well, true, but they've that. Yeah, they've, that to me is the difference. Where Bloomington North may have like five guys that they trust, legitimately trust, and Bloomington South may have three. 
And so, yeah, you may be speaking to to the continuity of them and Bloomington's office it might, playing really well together, but it's like, if my, something happens, do you even get over 40 points if you're Bloomington South? <laughs> you know? I don't think they've had trouble scoring, have they? I don't. <coughs> my one concern with Columbus North is that I don't know what else they have besides Barker's a stud, but Barker and, and Horn, you know, Cooper Horn, like, but that's, yeah. I mean, Bloomington I mean, South. Bloomington South's averaging 52.3. So true, but look like what they've done. Look what they've done since. Their home team's yeah, the 40. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, look what they've done since January, since the flip of the calendar. They don't have. They haven't lost this year. They have not lost this literally this year. Um, they have their lowest output. They have 48, 49 points, but they won those games 48, 35, 49, 27. And then it's 80, 68, 60, 59. I'm admitting my Bloomington North pick is not like the <laughs> oh, I, yeah, smart no, it's, pick. It's, a good it's pick. just no, it's if a it's going to happen, I'm they're going to get upset at some point. It's. This is their best chance to do it. Well, I, I think next year's Bloomington North has those deals. Yeah. I mean, and then somehow so. Bloomington South will have like eight freshmen that are studs. <laughs> yeah, it's possible. So they got to reload um, at some point. All right, sectional 15. Nick, who's winning that bad boy? Uh, sectional 15. <clears throat> Jeff's on a I'm roll. Gonna, yeah, I know. Uh, it's hard, hard to go with. You know, I think either Floyd Central or Jeffersonville for me. Uh, so it kind of comes down to Friday night for me. Uh, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Jeffersonville. My people at Floyd Central are gonna be mad, but um, well, who's the other guard they got from J Town, from Jefferson Town in Kentucky? I mean, I know uh, they got Razor Brandon Moore, Razor Moore. No, it's the other one. There's another Jalen Fairman. Yes, he used he to be there and then left and then came back. Did he did he play if he played against Lawrence North? I left at halftime, so bear with me. If he played against Lawrence North, he didn't stand out in the first half. Uh, it was an odd game. Um, so I don't I don't know what to expect. People have said he's really good. I just didn't see it. He's not bad. No, he's not bad at all. It's just no. And it's not it's no indifference to him. It's literally didn't see it. I mean, he didn't stand out either way, good or bad. Um, Zach, who are you taking that sectional? Coming to you, uh, step over you. Hmm. Does New Albany have a shot? They do. Oh, oh yeah, I'll oh, take yeah. them. <clears throat> yeah, I am too. Eric, who are you taking? I'm taking New Albany as well, and I I really like Floyd. I do not trust Jeffersonville as far as I can throw them. It's not hmm. a coaching thing or anything else. It's just anytime you get excited about Jeffersonville, they lose. And right, New so- Albany's reloading in a manner that like they should be one of the top, probably top five, four, eight teams next year. I mean, they've got a lot of talent. Can they put it all together? And they've had some weird, like a Jennings County loss is odd. But like getting, getting their ass yeah. ripped by Zionsville was odd. Yeah. I but I, I, I just, Shannon knows what he's doing. He's got talent. Can he put it together for a two game strike? I mean, the first game is Bedford North Lawrence or Seymour. So it's not as if it's like super difficult. You know, I think that that buy helps a ton. And yeah, they, the I, I really like Floyd teams. and High Bretter and Caleb Washington and those guys, but I don't know. That's Floyd having to play Jeffersonville on Friday night. 
Yeah, that's the that's the that's the tougher draw right there. Is obviously yeah, I mean, Friday night. Jeff, do that, Jeff and then Floyd you play New up. Albany, which Floyd has like this enigma of never being able to like win this sectional, and then you still end up having to play. You get a bye, but then you still have to play Jeffersonville and New Albany. Right. Well, that's what happens when you get when three teams stand yeah. out. So you're like, you're going to have the chance to play. Somebody has to play two of them. Yeah, they can never avoid it, and they have to do something that they haven't been successful at lately. All right, Nick, we're just penciling Evansville North in for you, right? You know, uh, so rarely do I ever get to pick the Huskies, uh, but I actually really do believe in them here because, to me, Wrights is uh, – they were a uh, – they benefited from their schedule early. Yep. I just, I just don't love them. I just, I don't. Um, it's just, it's just hard for me to get behind them and believe them. Harrison is, while they've came on lately, they don't really have any, any great wins in that stretch. You know, Castle played a really tough schedule, but you know, they, they've got Isaiah Swope, and you know, Bob Nungy's come on here recently. Um, but you know, if yeah, I, I just don't see any reason why North can't win this sectional. So. Um, the alma you know, mater? Got, it is my alma mater. Nice. Uh, you know, so, so you're picking them. That's who you're picking. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. who we're going with. Eric, who are you taking? I I hate this sectional so much. <laughs> they hate you. Like I don't like any of these teams. I and the best team is the team that I like the least. Like I do not like Reds. I don't. Yeah. I don't trust. I don't trust that roster to like put together a stretch of games albeit just two games to get out of it. But, you know, Castle isn't very good. Norse, solid this year. Harrison, you know, and these are coaches that I like. These are teams that I like. But like, So the winner comes out on top for sure. I mean, they all just kind of suck this year, to be perfectly honest. Like, Well, who are you taking? I don't like it. I'm taking a race. Taking rights. All right. Zach, who are you taking? I'm, I'm saving my pick for last. <laughs> uh, well, we've got a North pick and a rights pick. I'll take Castle. Castle. Stick with the right. top. Stick with the top. I am going with Castle, and here's why. Oh. They beat Bossy 62-45. They beat Heritage Hills 60-48. They yeah. beat Evansville Central. <laughs> they, they plowed Jasper. They, they beat Evansville Memorial by 24. They beat Evansville Wrights by 17. They did lose to Jeffersonville in overtime. Um, how much of that you put again, final game, it was by 12 in overtime. So overtime period must've been pretty bad. They haven't lost a game this year. Nope. That's not true. They did lose to Jeffersonville. So that, I've yep. that, but they had not lost a game this year until that very final game. Um, yeah. so I mean, I look, we're splitting hairs to a certain extent with some of these teams. Nick sure. knows these teams better than all of us. Uh, I think, it's, it's yeah, good it's, you got to trust in Swope to be able to pick Castle, and I I do. Well, I mean, I, I think don't. Got, I don't think he's consistent enough for me to like think they're going to win three games in a row. They've been awfully damn good though since since the they have. Flip. But I I would probably, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong. That's probably more indicative of Nunji's play lately than anybody else. Here's here's when Castle is really good, and like you said, like this is kind of segueing into that. It's when Isaiah Swope is playmaking. You know, when Isaiah Swope's out there trying to get 45 or 50 points on his own, they're beatable. I mean, it's, it's just – there's just not enough firepower there against really good teams like they've been playing 
you, you can't you can't score 60 points, right? So when they're really good, Bob Nungy's getting involved. You know, he's got Bob Nungy involved. He's got um, Spike Niehoff's involved. Uh, Cole Simmons is, is you know, um, making plays. So, you know, that's kind of the biggest thing is, is if it can be a team thing, you know, then I think Castle is, is probably your best bet. But, you know, I look for North to take out a lot of those other guys. And like I said, like Eric said, I don't really trust rights that much yeah, yeah i don't i don't like any team i trust any team that's, and they don't have a and right it'll end up being it. evansville central there we go <laughs> look southwest southwest indiana is is down is it's not it's as good yeah, it's, it's not as good right as now. fort wayne at all you know and so when i look at those no, teams in yeah, fort wayne down. i go wow that team would be you know so it's where we're at all right let's go to sectional 10 let's close it out i've got 10 percent of battery on my airpods so we need to probably see how this goes um, let's see where I am. I'll start it. Mm-hmm. Uh, how many, how many different teams do you actually think could win the sectional Re- really like better two, than 5% two, three, two well, or three. I was going to say also. Yeah. I think that, um, does addicts have about the best draw here for addicts? Addicts has the best draw for sure. I mean, I think North Central. Has I mean, the best you could draw. say North Central, but it's how much do you like North Central? Well, they've been pl- they've been playing really well of late, and the they game have can... an Addicts. You know, I love Hawkins, but you know, talent wise, mm-hmm. CJ Gunn is the best talent. Um, you know, I don't know. I am. Would you call? Gunn... Would you call uh, Gunn more talented than Walker? Yeah, right now. Mm. Big. I mean, projecting. Yeah. Yeah, they're higher. They're ceiling. close. I like I mean, Leland both. Probably, both but... over Tay Davis. Yeah. Yeah. But boy, we're splitting hairs. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're those, literally one of those ones about... like, oh, we well, don't like Tay now. Like, no. Well, no, yeah, that's all... that's the problem. Is the <laughs> same that BS that happens with all of the absolutely people that hate rankings. It's like, all right. You're telling me to pick my preference. Well, I don't well, no, give the, you the people that hate this guys better us. than this. It's like, all right, well, this is my preference. All three of them are going to go to high majors. So, like, what yeah. are we talking about? Like, the people who hate rankings are guys like us who understand that I absolutely despise rankings. That college coaches, and I, I mean, obviously, we rank it, we rank kids, but obviously, college coaches, they all they want to know purpose. is which six kids are good enough to play here, and then we'll go pick the one that we think fits yeah. our best. Well, because every school. Be picks the player that fits what they need, not right. necessarily the best player. All right. So, so like when you're talking section. about high major kids, like I'm not going to take a point guard if I need a big. All right. It's my, it's my know? fault for that tangent. Who are we picking the way? Anyway. So I am going to pick. <laughs> damn it. Um, I know where I'm going. Boy, you know what? I am going to pick. Do it. I'm gonna pick Warren Central. Whoa! I'm gonna pick Warren Central. I think not, they, not, a, um, not a bad pick at all. They, I, them, um, Addicts, Cathedral, and Ellen were my four that could win. Well, sure. <laughs> I think that's everybody's four. Well, um, you wanted to argue about North Central earlier, so. Oh well, yeah, that's true. Um, I'm picking Warren. Um, no concrete feeling. None of these. All these teams could win it i mean as far as those four especially um 
if Leland starts burying people who go underneath ball screens, that, that changes things for North Central. I don't know that's going to happen by this weekend. Um, look, I, I love Malik Stanley. I, I realize that he's not the most talented point guard in this class or in this sectional. But he is um, a stud. He is, he is the best decision maker in this sectional. He can shoot it. Um, I think they can do things. They will do things defensively. These other teams won't do or can't do as well. Uh, I think they've got depth. And they, they might play a couple of kids off the bench I'm not overly in love with, but I'm not in practice at all, let alone every day, to really question it too deeply. But there have been a couple times where I've scratched my head. And they certainly are playing well enough of late to warrant – you know, I mean, they started the year with three losses. Let's take a look at their – let's take a look at what they got here. They've lost one game since the middle of January. They've lost one game yeah. since the county tournament. And that was Carmel. They lost to Lawrence North by three in the county tournament. They lost to Carmel by nine, and it was probably a seven, eight, nine-point game. Um, did not go to it. Um, where the hell did I go that night? Here, let me oh, propose this to you, Reamer. Is I'm, there I'm a picking. player? Is there a player in this sectional that you would trust more than Malik Stanley? Um, I mean, for everything wait, which, you're which trying to get a sectional win, are you starting CJ your team? showing up? Maybe. Yeah, but that's that's the caveat. Give like, me the, I I guess I just trust that Malik Stanley is going to be there every game. Um. That's a hey, good point. I'm not picking Warren Central, but like to your point. I love Chandler Jackson. I mean, I love he, – he's 6'5". He can guard multiple positions. He can shoot it. Um, you know, hey, why did Stanley start at Ben Davis? You know why? Huh? Do you know Do why I? Malik didn't start when they played Ben Davis? Do you have any idea? No, maybe he missed a practice. I don't know. I didn't know that he didn't start. Yeah, he came off the bench. My guess is he just – my guess is he missed a practice. Yeah, probably. Like he was Almost sick or something. Late. and Yeah. Um, Not a big deal. Yeah, there is a trust factor with Malik that I that I don't have yeah. in a lot of kids. And and that's not to take anything I mean, away you from – you can make the argument – there's so many good guards. You can make the argument from oh, Tayshawn Comer, some, Leland Walker, CJ yeah. Gunn, whoever. But I think at the end of the day, I – that's why I probably trust Malik more. I mean, he's a little older, he's seasoned, and, like, he does so many different things. Where, like, Leland, you trust him to go out and get buckets. Probably more so than any other guard, but, like. So where's the disconnect there as far as as schools go, you know, as far as, like, why isn't he a Division One talent? Why wouldn't somebody in-state take a chance it, on him? There's physical. so many other reasons as to why. He's, That's the thing. I mean, like, if you go off the street, like, you know, this kid is the best player on this team, so he should be the highest rated player. Then that's just you're starting he's, from a point of like BS. Like, but it's physical. That isn't he, true. He's six feet tall, and he's not. He doesn't have a plus wingspan. I mean, if we're yeah, we're really breaking it down. That's what it is. And yeah, he's could he I, be a Division One kid? Yes. Yeah, if I was a low major, absolutely. If, if you're I, talking about the best version of him, should he be? Yeah, he is. Maybe. No. Yeah. It's not, he's probably not a mid-major kid. 
IUPUI can suck it as far as I'm concerned, the way they recruit the state of Indiana. Oh, yeah. Like, no, that's a whole, that's a whole. And I'm just if saying. I'm Ohio Valley. Yeah, but, and I know we're yeah. getting off the rails here, but if I'm Ohio if Valley. Summit, Horizon, like a, yeah, OVC, like sure. Yeah. The IPFW, they recruit, I'm sorry, PF, Purdue, Fort Wayne, do they recruit Indiana anymore? I mean, no. 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 So, fine. Be done with it. Move on. Um, I know that's harsh. Um, and, and I get it. IUPUI is in flux. Really, it's an interim situation. I understand that. That's fine. But I don't know. That's 100%. If fine. I'm Malik Stanley's just, he's just damn yeah. good. And, you know, and it's not like they don't have a lot. I mean, Tay Davis, we haven't even really talked about him yet. I mean, he's, you know, the only knock on Tay is just a consistent jump shot. Yeah. Um, he is a, He's, he has the ability to be a game changer on defense. He has a game changer to be on the glass or the ability to be a game changer on the glass. Um, he can finish when he's, when he's off the dribble. Um, you know, I, I think when I look at addicts, I, I just see some flaws in cohesiveness when things go bad. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Look, I don't know that playing Carmel the last game of the year is helpful. Helpful when you're not really preparing for anything other than sectional. And that's not to say they didn't prepare a little bit for Carmel, but I mean, look, they're kids. They're they're thinking tech, and this goes back to what I said. Carmel didn't used to prepare for Jay County, and you know what? I don't I don't know how much time Hawk put into the Carmel game, but. You know, and Carmel shot the ball unusually. I mean, nobody would have beat Carmel that night. I mean, no, they, no. They, they were like 14 well, they were getting, and 15 at one point from three. No, I'm just making that up. But no, no, it was. It was, it was ridiculous. Something like and, I mean, Burke yeah. Weldy had 12 points in the first half. He <laughs> starts never in the plays a minute ever. Hardly. Yeah, hardly ever. And, and but Burke Weldy could also be the starting point guard for Carmel next year. That's just that's a function of mm-hmm. how's it, how's he how are his minutes going to serve Carmel better? Um, it's going to serve Carmel better by being a JV point guard, you know, f- for, you know, for 24 minutes a game than he is playing behind Joya and Wack. But, you know, Addicts, that was a buzzsaw they ran into, and it was a different kind of buzzsaw they ran into the year before. And I, I think Addicts puts it together. They get, they get tech, and then they come out against North, North Central. Central. They could easily be in the championship game. They've got, they've got the size. They've got the quickness to 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 be a real major problem for for Walker, for North Central, and they have. I mean, North Central has the best draw. But if you're Addicts, you got to think. All right, we don't have to play Cathedral, Lawrence, North, and Warren Central until the final game, and we only got to play one of them. But they also have two games to go that they could easily lose if they're if they're looking ahead. So. Um, I don't know. I, I'm just picking Warren Central, and you know, anybody else, any of those other four teams are legit. And if you want to buy into Leland Walker, then I, that's yeah. not a bad idea either. That's a heck of an idea. So Zach, who are you taking? Well, nobody's mentioned Vincent Brady and Tayshawn Comer at Cathedral yet. So well, I think true. I think that's yeah. where I'm going to go with my pick. I mean, I think okay. I feel like the I feel like the winner is coming from that game. But I like those two guys, <clears throat> and I like Cathedral and the way they've been playing this year. Uh, so I'm going to take Cathedral. To yeah, I mean, that's, 
to keep it short. You can't. Well, you can't go wrong. I mean, cathedrals. Cathedrals never been behind at the end of regulation this year. It's true. Yeah, that's fun, true. Fun fact. Yeah, I'm going with Cathedral too. Um, I don't think Carmel has either. Just kind no, of piggybacking on 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 what Zach said. I mean, I think you know just everything that they've done. Where they went to Cincinnati and played earlier in the year. Um, you know, just just I like everything that they've done this year. All their experiences. I think they got all the pieces covered. You know, they got they got three point shooting. They got a really good point guard. To you know that that um, Vincent Brady. Jackson Edwards, uh, Jalen Johnson. I mean, it's just Jaron Tibbs is coming off the bench shooting like, I don't know, 57% or something from three. Yeah, Tibbs is starts for him now since Moe's been gone, but you're right. Yeah, that, and Jake Davis is – Jake Davis is the, the the change agent there, the, the X factor for Lawrence North. Um, I mean, he killed Carmel. Just his ability to shoot from three, his ability to stretch the floor and, you know, and, and take – the ability to take DJ Hughes out on the floor will be big. Now, if Lawrence North comes out in that matchup zone that they did against Homestead, then I could see Jake Davis getting all kind of getting all kind of free looks off ball screen action and 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 you know lifting uh, lifting from behind other ball screens. But but um, yeah, it's not overlooking Cathedral. We just you only get to pick one team and picking Warren to win it, that also means that they're going to beat the winner of this game on Friday. So. You're sleeping on me. You're sleeping <laughs> on me. Quit sleeping uh, on me, Eric. Eric, who are you taking? I am taking Cathedral. Nobody's, I, yeah. nobody's taking yeah, Lawrence I, North. I, well, I mean, Lawrence North won the section last year, but it didn't really matter because, well, we didn't push the tournament. The, I don't trust Lawrence North as a whole, and it's I don't think it's about the players so much as it's about like really the coaching staff at this point. It's just the the ability to lead them in crunch time. I think is difficult as my daughter walks in. Um, well, I, I, I will say I that's think, where I think you're right. Like Jake Davis to me is the difference maker where it's like, he can defend really well. He can shoot really well. He can give you the opportunity to, he can give you the opportunity to like match up in different ways. <laughs> so I think like you do that and I think Delaney gets his three peat. I think or at least gets an opportunity for his three peat. He gets out of that sectional and you know, you could pick Addicts, you could pick Warren Central too. I just they're really talented. And after Mo left and then figuring it out really quick and not missing a beat. Yeah, yeah definitely. That was that was awesome. You brought up a point about it being, you know, if it's tight at the end of a game, then all of a sudden my viewpoint shifts to Avance. Yeah. And the way he makes plays and just his toughness. And because obviously he's the one that sets up Gunn and sets up Hughes. Um, and, you know, that's yeah. look, you, you can't, we've, I've said it a dozen times, you can't go wrong with either of those four picks or any of those four picks. And, and I think Shamar is awesome and he's definitely undervalued. It's just when you're, yeah. when you're going to pick a team, I, I want, I think picking Lords North is basically picking Shamar Vance to lead you the entire way where I can pick Cathedral and I can pick Delaney to lead you the entire way. And that's just a personal preference where like, I know Delaney's got his guys in line. They lost Mo but they figured it out real quick. It's 
he's got it lined up the way he wants it, and he's already got two rings to prove it. I mean, it wouldn't be a shock if he got a third. That's right. I forget about the Waldron one. Yeah. Um, one year the Waldron. Only, the only team in the, the only team ever to go undefeated one year and not win a game the next. So of course he wasn't there the year after. So. Well, we uh, that's it, right? Yep. Uh, Eric, you got anything coming up that you want to pitch real quick before we before we sign off? No, not really. No. Nick, you got anything? Some sectional games. Oh, where's everybody heading Tuesday night? I'm going I'm to Carmel. I'm following you. Oh, you're going to Carmel, Nick? Where are you Carmel going? Carmel and Tech, Tuesday, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah I'm probably uh, going out to North to watch okay. uh, North Castle. Are you going to sign autographs? Uh, they've wiped me off the oh wow wiped me out of the record books there yeah they, they wow okay they don't claim me there did you go to that school that physical or was it the old school old old north old the old north okay well Zach where are you going where are you going Tuesday Wednesday uh Tuesday I think I'm going to Elkhart and Wednesday I'm going to go to Michigan City <clears throat> cool all right everybody well um we're done appreciate it it's four hours and twelve minutes of podcasting <laughs> that we broke down in the two sessions and. And um, we'll uh, if Eric and Nick want to come back for the regional stuff, we can do that and bring Joey Bennett back. We'll talk about that. Um, other than that, you'll hear Zach and I Sunday night uh, going going over the winners and next Sunday night. Sorry, going over the winners and and um, getting everybody up to date. So thanks for listening, and uh, as always, we appreciate the audience. Yeah.